Lester, how was your week? <laughs> My week was fantastic. Thank you. Thank you. That's funny stuff. Yeah. I, love, I love the. I couldn't believe the title of that last podcast. That was so that good. That was great. <laughs> well, I thought we needed to get that. Yeah, out we wanted to get early. that right out early. We wanted to establish it. Because I'm pretty much going to destroy Lester in the Rod Smith recap. <laughs> did you have a good week, Lester? I did have a good week, actually, yes. Very good. How about yours? <laughs> My week was sensational, thank you very much. Excellent. And you, Puffy? Mine was fantastic. <laughs> this is the worst podcast in Stop, history. Stoff, how was your week? Thank you for asking. My week was exceptional as well. I forgot stuff with you. Uh, it's a special episode 21 of the Rubber Boots podcast. It is our Trade Center edition of the pod. Our second annual. Last year we did it the day before Trade Center, yep. just with uh, Bob McKenzie. Now we're not going to... Dregs is going to walk in here any minute. Uh, another very reluctant guest of the podcast. Yeah, he could be, he could be angry. He's up there with Jeff O'Neill about the... the the least excited guys to ever be on the podcast, but we like that. Um, so I'm not going to try to get into Dregs with, okay, where's Rick Nash going and stuff, because you're going to hear him on SportsCenter or the various TSN radio stations all week long. And plus, by the time this podcast goes up, half these guys could have gotten dealt, correct? Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, we'll just tell some Trade Center stories and see what we can expect on a, on a big deal from Dregs in a second. Uh, exciting news first, though. After a, I think, two, three-week absence... The legend is back. The Rod Smith recap. Roddy's back, babies. Missed you all. Spent a couple of weeks in my winter compound in the Swiss Alps with some, you know, special friends. And yes, there was some Winter Olympic training involved. Let's just say if one man, two woman luge is added to the next games, Rod Baby will own the podium. Now time for some gold medal recapping. In episode 20, Puffy talked about all the quality time he spent with his kids in the Cayman Islands. Did some gambling down there. I'm trying to be the Walter Gretzky of gambling. Puffy also unveiled the new noises he'll make when he's surprised during a conversation. Oh, this, this was, really? This wow. was the greatest oh, I didn't week realize. of his life. Meanwhile, Duthie's Super Bowl week sounded like one of his messed up dreams. I had a few. Yes. Followed by a few. Yeah. And then a few. Yeah. Wow. And so now it's 4, 4 a.m. Yeah. And there was a naked Chinese man standing there. Charlie Batch is screaming! <laughs> I got Keith Morrison up my ass. In Roddy's world, we call that Monday afternoon. Also in last week's pod, no one asked Lester about his week again. And when he said this... If I die, I die. No one cared. And finally, Roddy came up with a new term to describe his romantic interludes with two special friends, courtesy of Michael Irvin. Two fish out of one hole. <laughs> That's all for this week, ladies. Remember, Roddy's line is always in the water. It's cold down there, but warm and cozy up here in Roddy's Love Shack, in the middle of this frozen lake we call life. God, I love this metaphor. Till next time. There we go. There's your Rod Smith recap. Good to have him back, isn't Fantastic. it? Fantastic. Fantastic yeah. indeed, yes. Puffy, those little sounds you made, I think, are going to become a... What's the podcast equivalent of a meme? Something we play often. A gif? A gift? Oh, I didn't realize. It'll be a soundbite. We need a word for it. Soundbite sounds 80s. We need a word for it. Hey, everybody, guess who's here? Darren Drager. looks happy. Hockey insider <laughs> Darren Drager. Trade Center edition. Guest of the podcast uh, last season during the Stanley Cup final. How thrilled are you to be back here? Uh, on a scale of 1 to 10, 
It wouldn't register. <laughs> but I'll tell you what. Look, I, I'm, I'm all about enterprising and marketing and building a brand. Yep. So <laughs> what I've recognized since the playoffs is that the Rubber Gloves podcast... <laughs> It's just really taken off. It's so predictable. And yeah. so you need to be a part of it. You I, I feel you. like I should be. I mean, I, look, it, the sponsors are lining up for heaven. That's sake. right, baby. Are. We are too deep. They did build the studio for us, too. <laughs> yeah. Don't forget it's that. impressive. Yeah. Why is it so hot in here? It is boiling is in it? here. And I have the hoodie. My continuing attempts to still look young. <laughs> I might have Keep to pulling it off. I'm gonna pull. I'm gonna pull the hoodie off right now. Can you guys talk about? Does it have a pocket? Sure. If wow. it has a pocket, oh, wow. it's a bunny wow. hug. I'm just hoping for. A, uh, I'm just hoping for a little quick. Oh, oh, come on. Is that a, oh my god! Is that come on. Oh, is that a star? Right it's the best thing we ever did on the pod. <laughs> I think the I best see a thing scar. On the pod. Apparently, James Duffy stopped using nair or neat. I am the least hairy guy. He is master. No, that's wait a second. Yeah. That is one of the oh, drag yeah. characters. Your legs are off-putting. No, it's unbelievably yeah. how Arms, unhairy he legs. is. Yeah, it's, it's it's a genetic it's, deformation. Yeah, it's, it's a gift. It. It's a gift. Oh. That's probably true. Oh my god! Did you pass that on to the next generation? No, no. sadly, no. no, no, no. But my my wife is of German descent, Hildebrandt. Okay. Oh. Good that stock. Is, that is a yes. good stock. The so I my feel cousin's married name now. She married a German. She married a German Rastafarian. Oh, wow. Oh, There's no such thing. Yeah. That, that doesn't I will sound show right. you pictures. Yes, man. Yes, man. Yeah, he's the, he's the greatest. He's the coolest guy ever. I've Sounds been. like a big dog. <laughs> 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 I have myself a German Rastafarian Doberman mix. <laughs> no, he's cool. uh, Speaking of which, Drake's got yeah, a new you dog. you got a dog. Did you? Big ass dog. Great Dane. Oh, man. Name is Tiny. <laughs> I did not name Tiny. Tiny is a rescue. A rescue. She's tremendous. Whose Long idea time. was wow. the dog? Did uh, Holly name it after your penis? <laughs> oh, wow. Oh. That's cold. You should get up and walk away fair, right now. Fair, fair. Yeah. Go on. Again, wow. uh, I felt like that would come from left field, but considering the source, no. Right, right down the middle, baby. Uh, no, I, you know I'm a big dog fan, and uh, I have envy because I always have little dogs, and I've always wanted a big dog. Dog or penis? <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel the need to compensate like you do with your dog. <laughs> but it's, uh, is it a pain? Uh, no, not yet. Uh, although I say that, it's it's painful financially because, well, you know, the rescue portion, the adoption fee was minimal. Um, the we hired a personal trainer. What? You did not hire a trainer oh, for your no, dog. You have too much yeah. money yeah. is when you're doing wow. that. Do you have one? Are you going to get one of those dog treadmills and dog pools? And everything? Uh, no, no. We like you. I mean, we don't have the estate like the, the, <laughs> the Duffy Manor, but we, we've we've got property. Uh, so Tiny's okay, just <clears throat> running through the forest and in the backyard and all of those things. But it's more about the size of the beast, and when someone comes to the door. I mean, it's it's warlike. Oh, so trainer as in training the dog. Yeah. He's not getting him ready for the X Games. Is that what you guys thought, really? Well, for I a did. second. It was well, you said a like, personal trainer, trainer instead of a well, dog trainer. Yeah. The dog it, trainer is coming to my house once a week. A private know, training was, session. It was an yeah, easy mistake on Puffy and my like, behalf. Like he's trying to be an Olympian dog. <laughs> He, wow. she. I think she. we established that. Do they have? Here, here's a question I have for you. Uh, I've always had little dogs, and I only ask this because on the weekend we had a meltdown, and I had to pick up three months worth of uh, dog. 
Yes. Yeah. And Yikes. nothing will humble a man that more, coming more than that. Mm. And I put my two little baggies on each hand, the bags that the papers come in. Yeah. And Didn't get it done? I go, no, I got it done. But what I was wondering about is, is the size of the excrement massive when it comes to a, a dog of that size. It's ungodlike. Right. Uh, it's I not mean, like human size, is it? It's Close. worse it's than worse. human It's worse. Like, oh. It's got to be like horse. Race. Well, I mean, unless you're puffy. <laughs> and you <laughs> couple of hard nights on the road. <laughs> and just laying cable. And then, yeah, or less substantial. Yeah. Um, no, but do you have is it like do you have to pick it up with yeah. two hands? See, that's shovel? where no, that's where these, there's a bit of things that you can just pick it up. No, that ain't getting it done. You need a shovel. Really? You no, need a shovel. No, no, no. You right? need a shovel. Yeah. Lester's onto it. See, yeah, and this is the disconnect for me. I love Tiny in a short period of time. We've only had her for two plus weeks. I love I mean she's tremendous. Yeah. You know, Comes to my side of the bed every morning at clockwork at 7 a.m. Really? Puts her big fat face right near my head. <laughs> goes around to where Holly sleeps. You know, it's, 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 it's bigger than a king-size bed. I mean, yeah. people need their space. So by the time she gets over there, you know, she snorts, does her thing. Yeah. And all she's looking for is a tap onto the bed. And then she bounds onto the bed. And, you know, she cuddles for about 30 minutes or so. And then everybody up. But... I'm telling you, the disconnect for me is going to come in the spring because I just spent an enormous amount of money in my backyard with a pool and, and, and everything else, the landscaping, yeah. the new sod, the in-ground sprinkler systems, all of that. I can tell. <laughs> you just, you just spent can, the whole I, time I, talking about how much money you have. Yes, basically. well, I mean, it's not, again, it's, 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 it's not eight figures like Duthie's contract was, <laughs> but it's, it's not bad. Um, but I'm that terrified. was over four years. <laughs> I'm terrified at what this beast is going to do to my grass. Oh, it's done. Yeah. Because you can't have a dog. Again, the, have the, a lawn. the stuff coming out of this animal, yeah. both in urine and otherwise. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, I'll, I'll take a picture. Take for walks. I'll, I'll, I'll actually video it if, if you guys want to see it. No. Put that on the Rubber Boots uh, Instagram. <laughs> Instagram. Hey? This has been this has been the tiniest dog. Podcast, <laughs> new and up and coming in the rankings. Uh, yeah, no, I know what you feel. I had a Jack Russell was my dog. You know the dog you have before you have kids that becomes a child. Yes, that was my Jack Russell Tanner Eddie and right? not t- Tanner. Yeah, it looked like <laughs> no, Eddie. Eddie. It looked like Eddie from Fraser. Oh, Fraser, okay. yeah. Well, or Wishbone. Wish, remember the Wishbone show for the kids? No, yeah. no. So uh, he was the ring bearer. At our wedding. That's sad. I know. It's pretty embarrassing. Seriously? Now. Yeah, my sister made him a little tux. Oh, my God. And he had, he had the <laughs> ring and a pouch. What but, was his gift? A jar of peanut butter that sit beside the bed? <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> that was the honeymoon. Come here, Tanner. <laughs> Never mind. I'm going to wonder the first time you have a few cocktails and you wake up spooning Tiny thinking of Holly. <laughs> Give Tiny the tap. I think Tiny's uh, thighs are bigger. <laughs> <laughs> so, so anyway, Tanner was the psycho because he's a terrier, and we didn't know what to do with him after the ceremony and everything once the party had started. So we tied him up on a long leash and stuck him out on the lawn. And this was one of those weddings that was on the outskirts of Ottawa, this nice sort of farm place with a building made for weddings. They had this beautiful manicured lawn. 
and he basically, I guess he was stressed because he was in a situation. He just tore the entire lawn up. I love he just it. ripped pieces of char- the, the entire <laughs> night. Like we got up in the morning, went outside, and the entire lawn was a disaster. We got into that getaway car. And we, were, we were gone in a heartbeat. I wanted to uh, recap uh, Drake's last first visit on the podcast when there was a Puffy's hypothetical that was uh, oh, a little no. edgy. Yes, and it it caused it caused some. You know, uncomfortable moments. Puffy asked, uh, uh, would you, uh, in a Freaky Friday incident, uh, your wife and your mother-in-law uh, oh. change bodies? And so the only way to get them back would be to make love to either your mother-in-law's body with your wife in it or your wife's body with your mother-in-law in it. And I was just uh, wondering what you would select. <laughs> oh, no. Um, that is impossible. See, my my mother in law passed away a few years ago. Really is kind of a, right. a tough one. That was uh, oh, man. that was unfortunate. We apologize for that. Yeah, yes. obviously because you're playing it again. So <laughs> apology has not been accepted. <laughs> Yeah, it didn't go so well. Uh, anyway, we're glad you're back. Uh, it is Trade Center, Trade Center edition. Uh, we're not going to ask you all the crappy questions you get asked 18 times on radio, because that's just stupid. And by the time we post this later in the week... Uh, Eric Carlson will be a leaf. Yeah. Oh <laughs> what were you tossing out last night, Puffy, doing the Sens game? Carlson, Dermot, I, you, no. were, you were willing to give Dermot and Nylander. Well, no, and now I'm actually thinking if they're going to throw in Bobby Ryan, Carlson and Bobby Ryan. Right. Yeah. Now you can don't have to give up anything barely. No, but you wouldn't need for Mark Stone Bozak. to make that work. <laughs> I'd like Mark Stone as well. <laughs> for but Bozak. Bozak and a first round pick. Oh, because you're taking on the Ryan. A contract. lot of money. We're bailing Melnick wow. out of his. Would you include Matty Martz in the deal, or is that probably pushing? <laughs> it's not happening for me. <laughs> we'll send him back. Do you get? Uh, you know, I, I've come around. I used to have a fear, like a real feeling of dread yeah. before trade deadline, knowing what it was going to be like the last few years. I've come to grips with it. I feel a little bit better this year. I don't know why, maybe because there hasn't been deals or just, just I've accepted our fate yeah. Yeah. of what it's going to be. Do you get a feeling of dread? or? Uh, yeah, to some degree, but it's, it's weakened over time um, in that now you have an impossible job because we sit in the back deck there and you know we're working the phones and we're just trying to develop information <laughs> and not often do you get a whole lot of meaningful stuff before noon, one o'clock Eastern. So I mean, you're the guy who's yeah. juggling. No, I, I never look at you more long, longingly <laughs> than on Trade Center. Yeah. I, I look at you I longingly do. sometimes over my shoulder. Help! Help! Yeah. Give us something. So the, the the dread comes in the competitiveness of it all, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you you don't want the other guys to to get something that matters first. Uh, so one thing I think we've gotten better at over the years is not being afraid of talking about things that may or may not happen. Right. You know, when I first started here back in 06, and I'm not being critical, but that was that was the time then when, no, 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 you didn't report something unless you had it nailed. You had it nailed down. Yeah. Now, you know, we kick off at 8 in the morning. You know, we're throwing stuff out there that... <laughs> You know, I heard that on the way into work this morning. No, but you, there's usually yeah, some there's substance some, to the stuff uh, you, you, you throw you know, out there. Yeah, we're not just going to throw something out there that's just pure fabrication. But you're at least willing to, you know, if you're talking about Rick Nash as an example. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, you identify the teams that you know exist on his list. You can build, you can build a case for Winnipeg to be high on Rick Nash's list, even though... 
it doesn't sound right, does it? When yeah. you compare to some of the other teams. So those are the things that we've gotten better at, I think. And I think that, that as, a, as a fan... You want to hear that stuff, hundred percent. That's yeah. that's part of want to hear the intrigue. Of Puffy wants to there, dream. As long Lester as there's some, dream. yeah, it's some credence to it. Like you don't want it to be no, like something that's no. not going to happen. Yeah. But as long as it could happen, yeah. you want to hear about it. See, and I, I'm going to be critical of the Toronto Maple Leafs because, and I have nothing but deep respect for Lou Lamorello. I, I really, truly do. He operates in a completely different playing field in a different world when it comes to this stuff, and and I would argue as much as I respect that. It damages the day, right? Because when the Toronto Maple Leafs are in on something, everybody wants to hear about it. Everybody wants to hear about it. And, you know, the New York Rangers are going to do their part this year. There's no question about that. So there's a big-name team that's involved. The intrigue of what Iserman might do to further bolster his Stanley Cup contender. Even the other Canadian markets that are engaged with Montreal. And, you know, what might Winnipeg do to, to strengthen their chances? Yeah, Toronto's just kind of sitting there like... You know, water on a plate right now. Right. Ditto Montreal. You never find out things until they actually happen. And see but at least in, in, in Montreal, the potential is there. Right? Right. We've talked about Pacioretty forever and Galchenyuk and all of that stuff. But Well, while we're on Montreal, if, I'm sorry if I may interrupt for one second. <laughs> I, knew you, I knew you'd come I get it. The, um, Trade Center edition. Shea Weber, any chance at all that he moves? And I know he's got a big contract and everything, but it just seems to me... Yeah. He's sitting there in Montreal. They brought him over to win now. Clearly things have gone south. They're going to have to rebuild. Yeah. Don't they owe him an opportunity? Maybe, but I, I feel like it's a little early for that. Um, and, and what if that rebuild was kick-started by acquiring John Tavares? On July first, right. yeah. Sure. Now all of a sudden, it's not a rebuild anymore, right? You know, and and you've turned the corner, and uh, you'll want Shea Weber to be part of that established culture that goes along with Brendan Gallagher and if Andrew Shaw is still around, and obviously you bring in Tavares as an example. I think they're a year away from making that decision on Weber. Just uh, just <laughs> tweeting, Drager says Tavares likely to Montreal. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> Have you? What's the most anybody's ever gotten mad at you? Well, one of my favorite stories, and it was a few years ago, was you were talking, I won't name the team, and you can decide if you name the team or not, but you were talking um, to a source from a particular franchise, and at the very same time, Ray Ferraro was completely burying that franchise oh, <laughs> on the yeah. panel. And so you're trying to get information <laughs> yeah. for a deal, and yeah. the guy's on the other end of the line going, hey, what the hell? Yeah, <laughs> that was, I'll tell you, it was, it was Gar Snow and the New York Islanders. Um, and it was, I think it was Ward and uh, and Ferraro were just giving it. <laughs> this to is the, the worst franchise. They, like just they've become an embarrassment. Uh, and we've got another one. Uh, it was earlier when Pierre Maguire just teed off on Kevin Lowe and the Edmonton Oilers for whatever trade they had made on that particular day, and they went. He went off like a bottle rocket, man, yeah. and uh, took some hate mail for that one. The the most curious one, and it was actually the draft for me, and it was bizarre. It was just fluke. John Michael Lyles was traded from Colorado to the Toronto Maple Leafs. Brian Burke told me the deal was was done. He just asked me to not mention it until the draft actually started. So after pick number one, tweet it, do whatever you're going to do. So I had something written, you know, via, uh, actually, wasn't I think it was pre-Twitter, if you go back to the Lyles trade, maybe it was uh, pre-Twitter. I had something written and in a save file, and I was just ready to hit send walking up to talk to you guys or whoever at the draft <coughs> and I dropped my phone and it hit send and it hit send <laughs> oh man 
And instantly, I can hear, you know, within a minute or... And I didn't know that it had hit send. I just picked up my phone, put it in my pocket. And I overheard, you know, TSN Radio or whoever it was saying, and uh, Darren Dreger is reporting that the Toronto Maple Leafs... And I'm like, oh, my God. So I look, and I realize what's happened. Now i got to go back down on the floor and pull Brian Burke away from the Leafs' table to explain to him that I hadn't broken confidence. <laughs> and he's looking at me. I can't repeat what he called me. <laughs> but he, like, I mean, idiot suffices, but I don't think he bought that I actually dropped my phone, but I did. But it's fair to say that on those years, you guys, you do have to do some fence mending when it's over, Always. right? Yeah. And it's gotten less and less because I think that, you know, managers and, and teams in general just accept it. And, you know, we get beaten on a lot of nights uh, or a lot of trade deadline days simply by the club. I, I, that that has changed, hasn't it? Yeah. Like you, you said you, you want to be, it's competitive still, but I feel like yeah. the breaking of trades doesn't matter as much anymore because it's 30 seconds here, no. 30 seconds there. Uh, you know, you're having, Elliot has it 30 seconds yeah. before you. You have it a minute before Elliot. Yeah. The team has it, you know, it just it doesn't seem to matter more than just accuracy and evaluation, I think. 100%. Right. And, and, you know, so teams now are less worried about it, you know, unless it's, it's, it's a key roster piece that just absolutely isn't being discussed or in play. If you start speculating um, in social media or otherwise, you'll rankle some guys doing that. But for the most part, they get it. Uh, we're going to do a special edition of uh, Puffy's Hypotheticals uh, oh, no. for Trade Center. Puffy's Hypotheticals, who really gives a crap? All the ladies want to hear is the Rod Smith recap. Blah, 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 blah. Roddy is the best. The best. <laughs> Puffy's hypotheticals. You know, by the way, I, I was going to do a dream segment. Yeah. Last night, you were telling us about your son. Yes. And so I guess he was, this is going to sound weird. He was on in somewhere deep in my brain. I went to okay. sleep last night. I had a dream like I was babysitting or we were staying together. Yeah. And he went to take a pee in my bathroom, but he was, it, he just shot it all over the walls. That's, that could easily happen. And it was like, it wasn't normal pee. It was like green. Like it was oh, slimy no. green. So it was staining the ceiling. A, How old was Puffy's son at this stage of his no, it was, life? No, I, I, I think it was Barrett's your older. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was Barrett. He's about eight. And he's yeah. just like whizzing all over my ceiling. And I'm like, Barrett, what the hell are you doing? It's potential. He can yeah. do that. Anyway. Well, I, I mean, penicillin can clear that up. <laughs> oh. Wow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to tell your quick uh, uh, your quick son story well, yeah, before we get into sort of uh, in the doghouse right now? We got him a PS4 for um, Christmas. Okay, both for the both the kids both or for kids, Barrett for both the kids, but it was mostly him. And uh, so he got an NBA 2K for his birthday, which right. is this week. And uh, I was playing with him. He was being a little bit of a jerk. Cry baby when I was beating him. Okay, so you were told uh, you were pulverizing your child like any it was good early. father. It was only the first quarter, but I was up six. <laughs> Uh, and so uh, I told him, no more crying, game's over. Right. So he started crying more, and I said, if you don't stop, it's done for the day. Wow. And Big he threat. said, uh, what the f***? Wow. <laughs> wow. And I said, son, we only use that when we get a backdoor cover. Excuse <laughs> 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 us. No. Uh, he, and what, uh, what did, Ta- did Tanya hear this, too? Yeah, she, was, she actually gasped. She's, she's so what was upset. the punishment for this? Uh, well, we gave him a stern talking, too. And because pretty much that's the worst thing you could do as an eight year old. Yeah. And uh, I, I said, I feel like that's uh, belt like. Well, when <laughs> no, I was a kid, whoa, 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 when, no, whoa, whoa, whoa. when I was a kid, look at Saskatchewan. No, it's 2008. My dad gave me the belt. Uh, when I, I got about that age. Oh, yeah. I, I only got threatened. Uh, no, I never, I, my, I, I took it in his hand. 
Um, yes. So, uh, Tan- I said a week, no pace PlayStation. Tanya said two days, so we compromised that two days. Oh, mom's a little bit of a soft. <laughs> That's quite <laughs> <What's> a compromise. <laughs> wow. yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're so. right. I find it funny when your kid drops an, an F bomb. I mean, it is funny. Time. Like they. they uh, I, I took Darian when she was about 10 on a roller coaster, one of the roller coasters at Canada's Wonderland, and we were making the climb, yeah. and it started to go down. She's like, holy f***! And I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> My lovely princess child. She's still wearing her princess dress. Where did she learn that? Um, anyway, I, I mentioned the dream because uh, usually dreams is sponsored by iDrinkCoffee.com. This week, Puffy's Hypotheticals is sponsored by oh, iDrinkCoffee.com. The place for specialty coffee in Canada. Slavic, by the way, uh, as we're taping this podcast, yes. uh, TFC. Is he in is, Denver? I don't think he is, oh, but I thought we'd give them the game, and we'll have Slavic on next week to yeah. talk about the game and then get ready for the second leg. When's the second leg? No, I think it's next Tuesday. Okay, at so BMO. oh well, that won't work either. Tuesday Maybe. or Wednesday? Okay, we'll figure Wednesday. it. We'll um, figure it out. Wednesday. Anyway, Slavic, uh, who runs IdrinkCoffee.com. If you need coffee, go to IdrinkCoffee.com. If you need an espresso machine, it's a lovely place. Puffy's hypotheticals in honor of Trade Center. Go away, Puff. So with the trade deadline go approaching, away. go ahead, Puff. <laughs> that was <laughs> subliminal. <laughs> Damn you, Trade Center edition. If you could trade. Something about yourself, so physical or mental or ability trait, to someone else for something they possess, would you do it? And, and the other would person be? would have to agree to the trade. Okay. So it could so, be anyone. It could be a famous person. It could be... So I could say, like, Tom Brady's arm. Yes. I want Tom Brady's arm, but and then he would have to take something of from, mine. You would have to trade him something about you that he would be willing to accept. Probably my ass. He'd want my ass. <laughs> uh, yeah, like that would be a problem. What would Tom Brady? Yeah, so you got to figure out somebody. My, uh, like my, pod, my podcasting ability. But he would have to give up his arm so he would no longer have his arm. Yeah, he's, got, he's mm. traded it. It's a trade. <laughs> I don't think Brady's taking the call on this. <laughs> no, 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 no. Lester, do uh, you have an idea already? Uh, no, I was going to say, if you were to trade with Tom, that that Brady for, that trade with Tom Brady, I would if he was going to give you his arm, he would take from you probably your your personality because he doesn't have any personality. Oh, thank oh, you. Wow. you know well, thank I mean? you. you know I, I, mean? I appreciate He's that. A, you're a confident guy. I'll go know? first. We'll give Dregs a c- couple seconds to think here. Uh, the shallow part of me, yes, um, I would I would would be physical. I would take like just my like like a face. Like cloning, you know that, like that Liam Hemsworth. Uh, you know, Liam Thor? Hemsworth. Or? No, he's Chris Hemsworth. Chris, Chris, Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. You're, you're okay. talking about uh, Thor. Thor. Yeah, it's Chris he's Thor. a good-looking man. He yes. is a good-looking man. Very good-looking man. Well, so then, I mean, I think with my uh, podcasting and broadcasting abilities and yep. his face, I'd be looking. Yeah, you'd blow. Who knows what I'd be hosting? But what are you trading him? Um, it could be personality trait. Again, my ass. I think again. I think that's the one place that I have over him. You think you have a better ass than Chris Hemsworth? Well, I, I think no, there have I to be a side by side to compare. You misunderstood. He's talking about his donkey. He has a donkey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I'd only be able to give like personality or writing ability, right, yeah, maybe, or something like that. You know, maybe he always wanted to be a writer. And he's Trade Center hosting, like the ability to host a long television show that's irrelevant. Something like that is what I could give. Uh, the brainiac part of me would like to, you know, somebody's brain. Um, like an Aaron Sorkin, who I admire his like writing abilities. Yeah, I always, always wanted to write mm-hmm. movies like that. Uh, What's Sorkin? Rod Smith. Uh, and by that he means rooster, because small, small farm. <laughs> Would you take anything from Donald Trump? 
Ugh. No, like his, like his bravado, his balls. Yeah, maybe take yeah, his maybe. delusion. Uh, like his. I'm not taking anything from you. <laughs> Everything I need is the best already. I'm not gonna do that deal. Your Trump's pretty good. Yeah, I'm working Trump. on it. Your Trump's very good. It's really just me impersonating Baldwin, impersonating Trump. But I'm trying. You should do it for trade. Deadline. Dregs, is there anything you want from somebody in the world? Uh, I could settle on like Zdeno Chara. Just curious, right? Yeah, I mean he's an odd-looking man, <laughs> but he's six foot nine. So you and, want his height? You want the height? I would. I would want the height. Okay. I would want the height. Only for much, a, only really? for like a week or so. Sure. Oh. What would you give uh, him mm. that he'd want? Oh, no brainer. <laughs> Either Tessa or Natasha's cell number. <laughs> I don't believe even that's home a address. I don't think he has physicality or personality <laughs> trait wow. whatsoever. Maybe that's, your hairless quality. That's like, true. maybe. Maybe. I mean, you're a handsome quality. man. There's a lot of things I would yeah. take off of you. You have, you know, quite nice that eyes and be, features. But I, your hairless quality would be something. That would be, be nice. definitely something you could sell. Well, yeah. uh, Lester, anything you want? Um, a very difficult question. Um, it's going to get about. It's about to get more difficult. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to pass on this particular aspect uh, of the Stuff? So. Anybody? Anything you want out there? Well, if you can take anything from Trump, could you take his presidency away? I don't In think that. No, no I don't think that would be a thing. That's a tangible item. You I need to take. I, I'd go like Usain Bolt's speed or something, but I'm Ooh, not sure quite what he would want from me unless he wants to run this podcast. <laughs> no, but wow, I think you have a sense. you have a certain intellect. I mean, Usain would have to get to know you to appreciate that. Yes, but you're you're pretty quick. Mm-hmm. I think your just ability to think on your feet. And to be smart, it'd be something I would take from you. Thank you. Um, well, why don't you take it to the next level? Well, hold on. I would like to trade four inches of height okay. to Marcus Stroman. Marcus Stroman. For his right shoulder and the chip on it included. <laughs> <laughs> Very oh, nice. Wow. But again, he's going to be now tall and have no ability. <laughs> yeah, but he just all complains about how short he is. This has got to be the one <laughs> that gets this podcast canceled. He wants, he wants the four inches. <laughs> A forage height so, so, <laughs> so he can have no baseball future unless he goes to his other arm. He wants to be taller. Okay, take it to the next level because this, so this is the one that intrigues me more. It's the exact same scenario, but it has to be someone in this vicinity. Right. Okay. You have to compose some trade. Can't say I'm happy with myself. Yeah. Some trade with somebody in here, and the other person has to agree to it, and then we're going to do the trade call. Yes. Wow. Um, I mean, I can think of something off of all of you that I would like. Really? Yeah, but oh. if I, I think if I had to pick one, like on the spot, I would take Lester's musical abilities, like his ability, to, his ability to play guitar, yeah. and to play music. Uh, you know, I love music. Yeah. I love I to love sing, to like but I've never been able to put it down. And I have great admiration for a lot of things. I pondered your hair. Wow, thank you very much. Uh, fa- you have a lot of attractive things. What thank would you, you do? What, what are you giving What him am I going to give Lester that back? Because I have to take, if, if, if I'm taking his musical, musical ability, ability. Yeah. then I'm taking a big chunk of him. So I need to offer something back, or you're, you're, does he need to offer me back? What do we start with? Does, like, would my ass do it? You have to make an offer. No. Trade Center edition. <laughs> <laughs> no disrespect. You have to make an offer. Okay, so I'm going to give you... Um, how about his soccer oh. mom car? No. I'll tell you what I want. Here's what I want from you. Okay, okay. I'll make this. I'll make yeah. this trade. Okay. okay, but what I want from you is your is your is your is your ability to market yourself. I think wow. you do that very well. You make me sound like a like a scam artist. Like, no, not a scam artist. Like, at no all. talent. No. He's just good at no, marketing. No, I, I, you think I, my I, whole I, life's a pyramid scheme? <laughs> no, 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 not at all. Not at all. Listen, you're a successful broadcaster, okay. author. Okay, you host a lot of different events. Okay. 
that's that's something I could use. Now, of course, I would probably be able to use that in conjunction with my right. Musical now you've ability. lost your musical ability. And now I, what if I throw in my ass? No. <laughs> I'm, really, I'm trying to send that out there a lot. Yes, are you not getting picked up? Are you up? unhappy Maybe with your off waivers. No, no, it's not that. It's just like it's like the Tyler Bozak. I feel like it's. I want to throw it in somewhere with a deal. <laughs> Feels like it needs to be on the market. Uh, Puffy? Uh, I I would, by the way, I haven't consummated the deal yet, so I'm going to have to look at something else. Uh, go ahead. I would uh, ask for Dregger's ability to take a punch, <laughs> and I would trade him uh, my gift of laughter. <laughs> Do you accept my uh, offer? Your gift of laughter, yeah, like like to, how you laugh, yeah, no, the just, sound you just, make, no, the happy ability disposition. To laugh, yeah. He's just a funny, happy person. Ability to take joy in. <laughs> <laughs> if you threw in your fearlessness socially, okay. Oh, that would be good. You got a deal? I, I, it'd be close. Okay, so, so you now I need something else. So yeah, now you have no you have no good. joy in life. You know what? I'm taking the hairless quality. Trade Center edition. <laughs> I want the hairless. So you're I'm now a, a hair. Person. You're now hairless, and I'm you hairless. can take a punch. Yes. But you have no joy in your life, <laughs> and no confidence <laughs> in social situations. So you are going to get your ass punched a lot, probably. You know what's, you know what's funny take is that that's exactly your fearlessness is exactly what I would take from you. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's oh, good. Yeah. Now, His ability to walk you. onto a dance floor by himself. Yeah. Full disclosure here for just a moment. Yeah. In my early days, so teens yeah. from like thirteen to eighteen, I could take a punch and threw a few myself. Yeah. I got into a full scale brawl. Uh, you remember Jeff Rogers played uh, yep. yeah. a bunch of years in the NHL with his family and a bunch of people in Spy Hill, Saskatchewan. It was at like a a ball tournament. And there were literally hundreds of people in this brawl. It was crazy <laughs> mayhem. Oh, my God. And What's that on the news? I got, well, I mean, there were several. We call them paddy wagons, but they're yeah. big SUVs, RCMP SUVs. I snuck out the back and didn't get thrown <laughs> in one. But my nose got moved over like an inch and a half because I got blindsided and punched from the side. And from that point forward, I probably had three or four fights after that. I was a bleeder. Really? So I assume I still am. Although I've had my nose fixed, so yeah, I wasn't. Okay. No one was offered. No one wanted your nose. Yeah, but he wanted me the, <laughs> ability, the ability to take, take the punch. punch. I'm yeah. telling him, but I'm you a still question. can I'm a take bleeder. a punch. Wow, that's heavy, man. Yeah. Wow. It's nasty. Uh, Stoff, is there stuff. any uh, deals you want to propose here on uh, uh, body part trade center? I'm going to try to acquire uh, Puffy's twisted brain. Okay, Puffy's uh, in way, demand. Yep. That way, I could get the rights to Murder Island. Oh yes, <laughs> that's true. Be good. Um, as to offer up uh, future considerations. <laughs> you can't, you you can't, can't do that. How Murder Island develops. That's creative. Yeah. That is very creative. Okay, look, none of these deals seem to be getting consummated. I got one for you, Stoff. I want your technical abilities. That's one of the, my biggest regrets in life is I, I'm useless on a computer. I can't edit video. I can't do all that stuff. I'm going to take your technical ability, and I'm going to offer you my writing ability. So you could do some books, but I need to be able to handle a keyboard. So I would have to sign all the books we send out for the fandom segment, right? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe uh, kind of a backhanded deal, I'm Damn. not sure. I don't feel like we've gotten anything accomplished. Did you? No, I think we made a trade. Yeah. yeah I, 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 I just don't know how it worked out for you, Puff. No. Trade Center edition. I take <laughs> and I have no body hair. So you're going to walk into a bar and everyone's like, Hey, you hairless freak! <laughs> Punch you in the face. And you're going to be like, Oh, that like, was all right. I feel good about it. You can't even laugh it off anymore. So <laughs> <laughs> this, this might be the Matt Duchesne of trades right here. <laughs>
<laughs> look good on the table. Hey, that's not a bad trade. He's playing well. Uh, Dregs, we'll let you go. We appreciate it. We know this is a busy time for you, and uh, make it happen for us on Monday. If you're talking to the GMs, um, you know I don't like to beg, but just say, just hold it off a little bit, okay? Yeah, they're thinking about you for sure. I mean, you're <laughs> up there on the priority list. I know I am. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Thank you. All right, that is uh, Puffy's hypotheticals. We'll see if we can consummate some more trades. Yeah. Maybe we'll have a week to think about it yeah. and see if we can come back with anything better by the end of the week. Uh, that's brought to you by idrinkcoffee.com. Let's get to uh, things that I saw on Twitter. Freaky pigs, strange chicks, world affairs, polar bears, fake news, nice shoes, big boobs, jack dudes, all of these things and more as I sat on the shitter. Things that I saw on Twitter. This is also going to uh, eventually lead into our fandom segment, and it's also kind of an Olympic segment. We did our Olympic uh, featured podcast last week, but the Olympics continue to roll on. And I did see this on Twitter first, although you may have seen it on the Olympics. Did you see this skier? Named Liz Sweeney, <laughs> who is an American-born. Well, she's a pure American, but her grandparents are from Hungary, and Liz wanted to go to the Olympic Games. Uh, I guess decided a few years ago she wanted to go to the Olympic Games. Uh, Stoff and I were looking on YouTube before. She apparently tried a few sports, she oh, tried she- skeleton things, but she settled on uh, the half-pipe skiing event. Yeah, and so. When I when this was posted yesterday on on Twitter, I thought it was a joke. It doesn't look real. I thought it was an SNL skit. Yeah. She, I'm sure you may have seen this by now. If you're <laughs> listening to this Thursday or Friday or Saturday, it happened, I believe, Monday. So she basically goes down the half pipe and doesn't do anything except ski. <laughs> she just she looks like any average skier on a she blue blue dot average. slope. Yeah. In whatever your favorite ski hill is, like she wouldn't be taking a diamond. No, maybe one one diamond, but not a double diamond. No, uh, and that's what she like does. She couldn't do moguls, I don't think. At the end of one run, she turned around and went backwards. The first I don't know if that was on purpose. <laughs> no, which anybody can do the first time they go skiing. But the crazy thing is, in this particular competition, you have three runs, and it's your best run. Yeah. And she never tried anything. Like, you would think after she laid down <laughs> her first run. <laughs> she, she got her number. What was her score? I don't, know? I don't even Somebody know. Somebody pulled her, pulled her aside and said, listen, what's going on here? So, well, no, they must know. No, they knew, everybody knew this was coming. Yeah. What, what she did, and I don't, like, I don't resent her in any way, and this is going to lead into the fandom question, but she played the system perfectly. At, when Eddie the Eagle, Eddie the Eagle was the first guy who had basically no talent but at least taught himself how to jump off a hill, but was kind of a laughing stock in the ski jumping community, but was able to get to the Olympics because they didn't really have standards. If, yeah. you, if your country could put a ski jumping team in, same with Jamaica bobsled, right? Absolutely. Those were the first ones that went along that way. And so after Eddie the Eagle, uh, most of the sports put in standards to avoid something embarrassing like this happening. You had to accumulate it, a certain amount of World Cup the points. The thing was Eddie the Eagle, though. I don't... I remember being a great story. It was a great story. Like, I don't remember being embarrassed. Well, he, he, here's or the, the, no, here, here's the difference here, I think. Those guys are taking their lives in their hand a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Uh, both those are crazy sports. Mm-hmm. And I think what she's doing is just skiing down. Skiing down Look, the, the half pipe's a little bit scary if you actually see one life. If you're yeah. just an average skier, but it's not hard. Like, no, I'm sure she's practiced that. Right. Right. So... Uh, th- I think there's that's where the difference is here, is that basically anybody could do this. So... What she did was she would go to the World Cup events where she knew that there weren't going to be a lot of competitors there. Sometimes there's, you know, that for that particular freestyle event, 
maybe, uh, I don't know, Red Bull sponsoring another event the same weekend as a World Cup event. So some of the athletes go to that one. Yeah. And so she would go to an event, let's say, with 20 athletes. And that's a you know crazy sport. So five of them would wipe out. She'd come last, but she'd come 15th. So she wouldn't come last. So she'd get yeah. some World Cup points. Then 13th, then 18th, then 22nd. And through the quota system in the Olympics where certain countries are allotted certain places and then if there's injuries, maybe another country like Hungary gets a spot, she got into the Olympic Games, which is... It's like, just, if, if you met her and she introduced herself as an Olympian, mm-hmm. would you be, like, offended or would you be, like... like well, or would you think that's awesome way to go? Let's get to fandom because I think that that's where it creeps into the debate. The fandom segment is brought to you by the Fandom Sports app. Uh, fighting is not only allowed, it's rewarded. Mix it up with other fans by voting and commenting on fan fights, or you can post your own. Win fights, earn coins, you can trade for swag, earn stuff from the Rubber Boots podcast. Fight with your thumbs, not with your fists. Now available on the Apple Store and coming soon to Android. You're all familiar with our fandom segment by now. If you haven't downloaded the if you have the Apple phone and you haven't downloaded the app, please do. It's a lot of fun. Um, so the fandom question this week is along those lines. If you guys could go to the Olympics like that, but be, I don't know if laughing stock is the proper word, but you would compete like that in an event. You would be the Joe Average, where most of the people in the world would be going, what the hell's going on? But you get to go to the Olympics, everything that goes with it. Yeah. Would you do it? I think I would do it if it was a sport like luge or skeleton or... Um, something with bravery involved. Yeah, something where I was at least risking... I was competing in the sense that I might not be as fast as them, but I was risking my health. Mm-hmm. But but to ski down the hill like she did, I would be embarrassed. I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that. Lester? I, you know, again, I, I, have to, I have to agree with Puff. I mean, look, at the end of the day... You're going there. It's a big deal to go to the Olympics, and I understand that. And what a what a huge honor to be an Olympian in the first place. Like you know, we talk to Tessa Bonham all the time. I, I I marvel at her that she's an Olympian. You know, I think mm-hmm. it's a really amazing thing. But at the same time, I don't want to embarrass myself, and I certainly don't want to embarrass my country. So to go there like that and do that, it's just like you're right. I mean, it, it, the laughing stock's the word, unfortunately. Stuff. Uh, does it have to be a winner or a summer sport? That could be either. Uh, I think hurdles would be pretty funny. <laughs> so stops in. He's just so, picking up discipline. Yeah, the, so you're on the, the Polish. The looks the better at that You're point. on the Polish hurdles team. Yep. But you're gonna you're gonna hit four of them and come last. I'm gonna year. try to run through all of them just straight on. <laughs> <laughs> well, there was that skier, the that snowboarder, who entered on someone else's skis and won the super G. I never saw that. This is at this Olympics. Really? really? She's a snowboarder, and she wait a second on someone else's board. No, she skied. She did the super G. So she was a snowboarder, as that's her thing, and she borrowed someone's skis and won the Super G. NBC didn't even show it because I guess the way they do it in skiing is the top. Was that the one who came down and had no idea and stood there at the bottom, and then when it, when it came up as first, she was like, what the hell? Yeah, probably. I, just, no, I NBC saw that, but I wasn't. Missed, missed it because they bailed after the top 20 because they didn't <laughs> think anyone could win. Yeah, that's, wow. we, that's strange considering how much these athletes train for that something like that to happen. I'll, I'll say this, you know, and some people would say, look, do you remember the guy from, the guy from Tonga who comes out and oils yes. his body? Yeah. So he's the same. He comes near dead last. There was about four athletes in either, I believe it was biathlon, it, it, but it may have been just a long cross-country ski event, who, uh, you know, one from Tonga, one from Mexico, they came in way after everybody else. Yeah. So someone would say, that's a double standard. Why are we giving this woman a hard time? When these other guys get, it's, it's a special Olympic moment when they all cross the finish line at the end and they yeah. held up their flags. You know, the Olympics is supposed to be about inclusion and all that. 
but again in that that was like a 30k event or something where it's You're, there's a it's a taxing element yeah. and these guys train their asses off and know they weren't good enough mm-hmm. but to me there's a difference between that and i'm sure liz trained uh, there's videos online of her training which are almost funny themselves yeah. because she's just doing everyday stuff at the gym she can do like a somersault into the pool that's basically all she can do but they've got her on like uh rollerblades and she just goes and like turns and turns back like i'd have way more respect for her if she was trying to do some tricks and failed and failed yeah. and fell yeah. you know but she just literally skied down the, the half pipe like i would ski down it yeah so anyway go on to fandom we'll put that up there and is it worth going to the olympics becoming somewhat famous um you know some would argue her, her she says she's trying to inspire other freestyle skiers in hungry I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I just, I couldn't do it myself. But maybe you're right. I, Although, like, I must two stop. weeks in the Olympic Village. Okay, uh, maybe, well, if it was bobsled or something like that, yeah. if I, I, I would do it. Uh, you know, if there was something, that w- there was some degree of bravery or intense physical exertion required, yeah, like if you're doing the 30K, do um, uh, what's it, cross-country skiing. Right. I mean, whether you, like, anyone who runs a marathon, whether it takes them three hours or take some eight hours it's i still respect they yeah, still did it now what if she gets rich off it somehow would that change your answer i don't think she will i think this is one of those things that people universally she, just like she comes and disappears in a day yeah like never she know. by the way ran for governor against arnold yeah, schwarzenegger she, seems like a, she went to harvard wow. she's different different type but hey i, I will say this Smart. It would, t- and she apparently funded her own way, and there is ingenuity involved there. Oh, to, for sure. To be able to, she manipulated the system essentially yeah. to get to get to the Olympic Games. The best quote, though, she didn't make the final. She said, "I'm really disappointed not to make the final." <laughs> <laughs> Did you? She was cheering for like nine people to fall. Every everybody DQs. Well, it's like that one we talked about that Australian well, yes, speed yes, skater yes, years ago like, who yeah, yeah. gets into the final and everybody wipes out. But again, at least I believe he had some skill involved. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, again, like like you said, it, it's it's just one of those things. And like, you know, you're saying, will she get anything out of it? You know, we live in a funny world, man. Like, you never know. Yeah. Maybe yeah, no, TV you're right. Movie or the there right could be a book deal or something just, like yeah, that just, in there. Just the way it is. A fandom's question from last week uh, was another Olympic-related question where we asked uh, if you had to choose between luge and ski jumping, and you had to go from the top, 90-meter yep. ski jump, or from the top on luge, which would you take, or which would you have a, a lesser chance of dying essentially. And I think the majority of us here all ended up arguing for ski jumping. Yeah. Which, and what happened in the votes, 67%, and I kind of thought this was going to happen, chose luge. Oh, really? But uh, So they didn't buy our arguments. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, again, I thought that we could handle the the ski jump, but most of the voters on on fandom uh, picked luge. So let's get to some of the answers that we saw here. Camper23, who's involved every week, and we thank him on on fandom. Um, You are for sure breaking bones, falling out of the sky as a ski jumper, but if you don't die on the luge track, your brain injury is absolutely causing you to call into news stations asking low-level sportscasters if they like the dunk tank. (laughs) Low, I don't know. I'm not sure if I like the low-level sports. Yeah, that's mm. true. Kind of but at the time, at the time. maybe. Savage. I'm not talking about you. Worthy of an answer. Um, I'm Corey Kling. I haven't heard from Corey yet, so oh. he might get a book. Luge. Simple. I ride a motorcycle in Montreal. Luge has to be safer. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good for anyone who's driven in Montreal. Yeah. Organized Chaos, I believe, has been a winner before. Gotta be Luge. Just ride the brakes like Lester McLean, riding the groupies from his grave digger, Groove Street, whatever you get it. 
or Roddy in his Bentley to the bank to cash in those invoices, rubber boots. That was very uh, sexual. Very think. sexual. Yes, I'm oh. sorry about that, Lester. Hey, no, it's no problem. I appreciate <laughs> the guy's confidence in me. <laughs> I love making abilities. Sea Dog uh, U812. I don't know how the hell to pronounce that. Better be in good shape for either one of those. Most of you guys would come apart like a cooked chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Fairly accurate <laughs> metaphor, probably there. Uh, TQ says, honestly, I think I'm pretty screwed either way. I like my chances more on Murder Island than either of these death traps. <laughs> Very well done. Uh, Craven Moorhead. Oh, <laughs> Some of the names for these handles. <laughs> Every kid who's ever read a comic dreamt of flying, not many superheroes save the world, balls up and feet first. <laughs> Man, you'd look cool before your ankle banged off your temple. <laughs> <laughs> that might be a winner, too. Balls up and feet first. And one more Dan Noseworthy. I would take luge, but not on a sled. I'd slide down Rod Smith baby style, oiled up after a relaxing massage from Emilio, sliding head first to be with my sexy ladies at the compound. <laughs> Nothing in the world is faster. Uh, I'm going to give a book to Craven Moorhead, I think. I want to know his real name. <laughs> How can Dear I do Craven. that? You're Craven. You're <laughs> Craven Moorhead. Uh, it was a good answer, and uh, maybe I'll throw one along to uh, uh, Corey King as well, Corey Glenn. Mm-hmm. So thanks, uh, everybody, for writing in again on Fandom. Uh, we'd like to get some new participants. Uh, we got a few this week, but I'm seeing a lot of the same names over and over. Names. We love that. Yes. And we love the fact that those guys are addicted to Fandom. But come on, a lot of these guys won. Your chances of winning are good. So go on, say something creative, answer the question. I said I had a really cool prize this week. I have to hold on. One more week for it, okay? One more week. Um, or it may, or just may not ever materialize. Uh, yes. James, last week mm-hmm. uh, you challenged me to write a song. I'd, I'd I, by the way, I answered Luge. I thought Luge was a good Oh, thing. you were the one. So but you I were with the majority. I was yeah. with the majority. But uh, if you recall, I, my answer, I guess, was a little bit serious for you. And you wanted me to write a song about it. Oh, yes, so I, I did. I did that. Oh, thank oh. you, and, Lester. Uh, stop, if you don't mind, sir. Haunting melody. It is very haunting. Yeah, I don't know how we bring that one back in a regular segment, <laughs> kind of specific to the question. But I enjoyed it a lot. Stop. Luge mark that talk. down. Mark, mark that down, and remind me like around episode twenty-seven. Uh, let's hear the Luge song again. All right, <laughs> to get it up on it. Now I understand. Did you have another song that you composed this I week that you wanted to share? I did have another song. Um, you know what? I'm not going to say anything about it. Okay. I just want Stoff to go ahead and play it. Okay. Has oh. Stoff heard this song? He has not. So he's just downloaded it without he's listening just to it? downloaded without listening. It's a bit of a surprise. It's a bit of a surprise. Uh, is it dedicated to Stoff? It might be. Okay. Oh. Here's to Stoff, our brother Stoff. So much better than David Hasselhoff. Fearlessly producing the Robert Boots podcast. Making it sound so cool. He 
Does the same for Onright and O'Toole A big fan of the Eagles turns our listeners to believers And that's why they call him the Polish Prince of the Podcast Yes, the Polish Prince of the Podcast Stop, stop, stop Very nice I feel like Oktoberfest <laughs> <laughs> I know. I just want a big stein. Some Smash German. Beers. You know what? It just occurred to me last week, and we, we I don't know what we were talking about, but it just occurred to me, everybody has a theme song except Stoff. Right. right. And he deserves it. I hope sure. you enjoy awesome. it. Awesome. Thank you very much. The Polish the Prince, Polish of, the Prince of, the podcast. of the Podcast. It was very polka. Polka. That, that, was, uh, that was kind of the uh, thing. I really, w- I wish I had more time to put like some, some saxophone and some clarinets in the back. You got all the time in the world, buddy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, I'll, I'll bring By, we'll by season 12, you could bring, bring that baby down. Okay. Well, whenever Stoff comes up with one of his insights, yep. then we'll add we'll add a little bit of that on the Music. end of it. All right. Except he's producing. Yeah. <laughs> he'll have it on. Oh he'll have that on me. speed dial. He just put it on anytime. Stop. Stop. Uh, so thank you, Lester. That's two new songs this week. I really appreciated that. We're still looking thank for you. a fandom song. That can be a new I project. do. I will do. Listen, I'm, that, no, I'm no, on hey, that. I'm on that. Hey, we can't expect you to put out a new album every week for the podcast, <laughs> right? I'm not Prince. The Boy Wonder is <laughs> just... I thought Drager brought it to the Trade Center edition. He thought he was really good. He was He really surprised me about that brawl story, though, man. Like, wow. I, I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, he was a, he, he's got a lot of Sasky in him. The fighter. I've said before, have we had the discussion about fights in, in your life on this podcast? I yeah. had a fight with John Haycock on a snowbank in grade four. He was my friend. Um, I had a fight with my English billet, Guy Watson, in his garden um, in grade eight. And I fought with a cat. <laughs> in his garden. Wow. Uh, he was, you know what happened? He was like, I didn't understand the whole football mentality in England. Yeah. And so I was on exchange. I went to his house for a month. He comes to my house for a month. Oh, nice. And during the school year. And uh, he was a big... You Hold on. You lived in England for a month? Yes. During the school year? Yes. Went to school and what everything. What year? Oh, God, I don't know. When I was in grade eight, so about 1942. <laughs> <laughs> the bombs were dropping from the Germans. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so he was a big uh, Liverpool fan. Oh, that's my team. And he, so he had... Uh, they had like a big blackboard or something in their house, like a, the, the kids okay. would, and he and he had Liverpool all written in yeah. beautiful letters, and I and I erased it and wrote Manchester United. <gasps> oh, like you might as well. He lost his mind. Yeah, wow. and, and we had a fight. Like his mom had to come break up a fight in the garden. I hope he tuned you in pretty good. <laughs> yeah, he probably deserved yeah. it. So I, a little John Liverpool Haycock kiss. in grade three, uh, Guy Watson in grade eight. I almost got in a fight with that uh, Donald Duck guy at Disney World. Oh remember? yeah. <laughs> oh, was it Chippendales? Yeah, but no, it was the Donald Duck guy oh, wanted yeah, to fight Donald me because Duck I was trying to, to pick up Chip and yeah, he liked Chip. To... And I got a fight with a cat uh, in college. And that was that's it. That's it. You? Um, I grade school the last time I got in a fight. Lester? Maybe one fight in grade eight. Stop? Uh, I think I had a club in my early 20s or something. I like it. See, that's good. That's uh, nice. Knife fight? Did you knife anybody? No, I didn't knife anybody. Shiv? I, I did wrestle a bottle out of guys' hands. Oh, oh wow. Do you think if we went to prison, when anybody would you shiv anybody? A shiv that means like shave them. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah no, there is no chance I would. I would just try to get through it as oh. Briggs has been in about 20, 20 fights. I'm going to Murder Island in the time. I would too. I'd be sign me up for Murder Island. Uh, thanks everybody for listening. Uh, go on. Uh, oh, look, I give a shout out to my buddy Joseph Razzo. Oh yeah, who's the, he had, he's uh, one of my my best friends. Your he entertainment was, buddies. Yeah, so he got his uh, Disney movie Zombies to premiered on Disney Channel on Friday. 
and it's unbelievable. It's blowing up? It is very well. I mean, for the tween set. Okay, and so and you think my daughter? I'm going to check with my 14 year old. If she, I guarantee you, she will love it because she likes the song. But maybe she right? maybe she already knows because the word spreads quickly on the Snapchat. Yeah, the thing is, I don't think it's had a lot of hype coming in. I think okay. people might the kids might have been exhausted with the zombies. Mm-hmm. But uh, the word on Twitter is they like it. Is this the same guy who got you in the movie last summer where you were got no, a credit but you were in it? That's his brother. Oh. So his brother did the movie Kodachrome, which is coming out very soon. Right. And he he earlier did a TV show Seed, right? Which, which was, was on. Yeah, it was did, a good show. did it for a few years yeah, on two City years TV. On right? City TV it was really good. Mm-hmm. So basically, everything that you've accomplished in life of note. Yes. Um, getting in a little bit of a movie. Yes. Uh, being on this podcast is yes. because of uh, famous friends. Famous friends. Yeah. Interesting. Mm. Basically, yeah. I surrounded my wow. seat, myself with great people. Maybe that's the trait. I will trade you that quote. That trait. My ability, the ability to suck up and leech on to greatness. <laughs> See, the thing is, it's a very it's a very good quality of mine. What are you taking from me back? See, from you, it's definitely your ass. <laughs> Thank you. And that's how we'll wrap up. Uh, let's, let's cue the Rubber Boots Guy song, and we'll talk to you next week. Hey, how are you? I got a question that I really want to ask you. Wait. Don't hang up. I need to know, so I'm gonna try and push my luck. Are you wearing your rubber boots tonight? Are they purple, yellow, green, blue, black, or white? Are you wearing your rubber boots tonight? And do you like the dunk tank at the fair? I know it's a little strange. My obsession with your choice of footwear in the rain. I know that you're on TV. But I need you to put your boots up on the desk for me Are you wearing your Hawaii boots tonight? Are they purple, yellow, green, blue, black, or white? Are you wearing your Hawaii boots tonight? And do you like the dunk tank? At the fair This is the part they call the bridge a bridge has water under it With rubber boots you can wade in the water Just don't fall in Are you wearing your rubber boots tonight? Are they purple, yellow, green, blue, black or white? Are you wearing your rubber boots tonight? And do you like a dunk tank? And a bear Are you wearing your rubber boots tonight? No, seriously. Are you wearing your rubber boots? Don't hang up. Please. Somebody. Eh? Eh? Anyone?